Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. We are in A-Town for tonight's doubleheader, and on the schedule for the evening is Atlanta's biggest A-list tennis star of the moment. Yes, Chris Eubank steps back onto the rectangle of possibilities, and right now the world is Chris's oyster. Eubanks takes on Alexander Vukic, who he has had trouble with in the past, having lost four times to the Australian. And then we have the defending champion, Alex Dimonor, taking on a resurgent Hugo Humbert, who's made, looking to make his second semi in the recent weeks. And it is Taylor Fritz who is heading to the Atlanta semi-finals and a great story in Hamburg, the German teenager Noma Nui Akue who is into her first ever tour level final and Nick Kyrgios has barely played this year but he is busy appreciating art off the court. Welcome to the show, and it is going to be a great show as well. Jimmy Arias is back once again, Prakash with a day off, and this time, Prakash, you're uh, playing the juice side. Yeah, they're, they're trying to challenge me over here at TC. They know I'm an ad court player, sticking me over here, knowing my forehand is my worst shot. But you know what? We, we make do. Luckily, you're on that side, so you can carry me. Jimmy. No, the bad news is that my backhand is the worst shot, so I don't know why we ended up on <laughs> yeah. these two sides. But yeah, yeah, to and, and your hair is nicer on the other. Show them your hair from the other no, direction. I see. Jimmy's got a see? point there. Yeah. Jimmy's got a point. Now, you know, yeah, that's where we should have gone. But anyway, here we are. That was the start of the show. It's going to get a lot better from here on in. And it's going to be it's not much better for Chris Eubanks because he's almost perfect at the moment. Jimmy, what's changed for him since March? Well, I think confidence is obviously the answer. He has a swagger now. When he walks on the court, he's supposed to win for the first time in his life. He's seated in a tour event. So for the first time in his life, he's supposed to win. And when he walks on the court, it doesn't seem like that pressure's getting to him. He's smiling. He's hitting shots. He's feeling it right now. And he's always had huge weapons. He couldn't control the weapons in the past. He's now controlling them. They're, they're hitting lines all the time. It's amazing to watch. Jimmy, you touched on the swagger there, and I think that's been a huge part of it for Chris, kind of embracing this new world that has opened up to him. Let's rewind back to Miami, where he had that first big run there. Jamie Foxx flew out, sat courtside to be able to urge him on in that match against Medvedev. He's been getting a lot of Hollywood love, and all of a sudden, this, this feels like the, the air that he should be breathing. He's kind of adapted to it really well, and the tennis, of course, has improved, but I think it's a huge part in between the ears, feeling like you belong there. Love to see it on him. Yeah, it's been great to watch. There's been a lot of great tennis coming from Atlanta, and that's where we're going to stay for the time being. Dominic Kopka couldn't pick up where he left off with a couple of Houdini acts. It was all J.J. Wolf, Prakash. I love watching J.J. play. So dynamic out there. Lovely one-two punch here, this time off the backhand side. And I love the way he finishes over the sideline a lot of the time, using his angles, finishing and not allowing opponents to get to a lot of those balls. Showing some nice feel here as well, picking the right side, soft hands. He's a fun player to watch, uses every single aspect of the court, manages to take that first set 6-2. Second set, 
three apiece here. He uses that slider, finds his way into the net. Check out the technique here on the low forehand volley. And then a little highlight reel. Surprised we're seeing this here. Must not make the hot shot. He must have a good one later today. Showing some nice wheels, power there on the forehand side. And again, serve one of the many things working really well. Nine aces today. JJ into the semi-finals for a second time on home soil. As we look forward to another big clash in Atlanta, and it featured the American number one, Taylor Fritz, of course, taking on Kei Nishikori. This happened back in 2016, a place where Kei has been so successful over the years. Four times a champion in Memphis. Four of those great guitars as well, Jimmy. Yeah, he's got four guitars. He played Taylor Fritz when Fritz was just a junior, really. That was an amazing run that Fritz made in 2016. Things have changed. It's been over 18 months since Kei Nishikori has played a tour event, but he's made it to the quarterfinals. He's playing the top seed now, Taylor Fritz, top 10 player now. And the first set, at the beginning of the set, the servers were absolutely dominating. Fritz with his big serve, and Nishikori with a serve plus one strategy that was working for him. But all of a sudden in the 10th game, Fritz found his ground strokes. He had struggled in his first round win against Wu, where all he was doing well was serving, but not really feeling the ground strokes. And once that 10th game ended, you could see the confidence building for Fritz. Started dominating in all phases of the game. Nishikori looked as though he was a little bit injured. He had an injury timeout to start the second set. His knee is taped up. He got his thigh rubbed on that injury timeout. Wasn't moving his absolute best, and Fritz looked very good. He knew it was a dangerous opponent out there, did Taylor, and he was very, very pleased with the performance. I'm super happy with how I played today, uh, getting better and better each day, I feel like, so uh, a lot of pauses I can take into the next match, and yeah, Kay, Kay has been around since I, since I first started, and he's, uh, he's an incredible player and a great guy. I'm just happy to uh, see him back playing again, having, having good results, hitting the ball well after being injured for so long. The Americans successful at home. Could a German be successful as well at home? Zverev in Hamburg taking on Luca Van Ash, the youngest player in the top 100. And Zverev was very, very impressive, Jimmy. Yeah, came out absolutely crushing the ball, serving big. And Van Ash had a look as though he didn't know what hit him to start. And he's down very quickly. Started to figure things out in the second set, however, as the old double fault came about in the first break chance that Van Ash had to start the second set. But from 4-2 down, Zverev started to make his move again. And he, again, looking overpowering, got the break back, broke yet again at 4-all with another backhand winner. I'm not sure if Van Ash has seen enough of Zverev to know he should go to the forehand more than the backhand. And in the end, Zverev, to me, is starting to look closer to the player that was ranked 3, 2, 4 in the world all the time. He's playing at a much higher level. We'll see if it can finally translate here in his home country. Looking for his first title since 2021 at the Nitto ATP. Top seed was taking on a young gun. Is it the resurgence of men's French tennis, Jimmy? I think it might be. This Arthur Feast is an amazing talent and has remarkable power off both wings, forehand and backhand. He's got touch and speed as well. Casper Ruud's been as high as two in the world. He's four in the world right now. He likes clay, and he couldn't get a game. Oh, the 19-year-old in the first set. Second set, 
He started to try, Rude, to get a little bit more aggressive. It didn't really work all that well, but he did manage to hold serve throughout the set until he was serving to stay in the set. And take a look at the power of the forehand from Peace. He hits the backhand deep and solid, and then when he gets an opportunity to run around, he runs around. Here he is on triple match point for the biggest win in his career. Does he get nervous? No. Another winner. And he's got a little bit of that Monfils. He's got a little bit of Songer about him. That is his first top 10 win. And look what it means. The emotions are absolutely everything. Undiluted satisfaction there for the 19-year-old. And he takes on Zverev in the top half of the semi-finals. Zverev snapped an eight-match losing streak against top 20 players in his win against Musetti. That was somewhat surprising. And Jung Jujen has got through to his first ever semi-final. So a lot to look forward to uh, from Hamburg. But I want to go back to that performance from Arthur Fies. 35 winners, Prakash. 25 off that forehand side. Incredible stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And when you're looking at it, whether this player can actually take French tennis to where it wants to go again, you got to look at the upside. And the upside in today's game with the best players in the world, it's those big shots coming at the big moments. So I think it's being able to handle things daily on a consistent basis. He's already won a title this year. Now he's got this huge win. Can he keep it up day after day? And then being able to pull out those big shots in the big moments. He's trending in the right direction, and he certainly has all the shots. 35 winners in 16 games. I mean, yep. that, it's, it's, that's amazing. That's two and a plus a game. I'm going to trust your maths on that, Jimmy. Yeah, I, I think. I never went to school, <laughs> but I believe, I, believe, I believe it's somewhere in that vicinity. <laughs> and I did get a chance to play with Arthur Feast. How'd they go? It wasn't fantastic for me. It was nice at the beginning because he was, it, he was still playing challengers. He was playing the Sarasota Challenger okay. a year ago. And he came out to the academy to hit. And I always get a chance to hit with some of the pros. So... He doesn't know who I am, and he knows I'm old. So he's hitting very nicely to me. And I finally say, look, let me see what you got. Give me, give me the full forehand. So he goes, okay, and hits, <laughs> hits a forehand with so much spin and so much pace that I thought it was going to hit me in the mouth. <laughs> and I said, okay, that's enough. That's yeah. a low-bouncing court I get there, the, Jimmy. That's a low-bouncing court. No, it was on clay. Ouch. It was on clay. Ouch. Well, listen, oh, I got well, you. Hold on. What did he do when you gave him the full Jimmy Arias forehand? Yeah. He said, who the heck are you? No, he didn't care. He was, anyway, I, I was surprised it took him as long as it has after hitting against him. Because I do get a chance to hit against a lot of the pros. Yep. And his ball had more weight than most of the players I've hit with. Yeah, and that is interesting. That's some great insight because it's always difficult to get that from the TV screen. What is a little bit special? There's no question that Artifis is special. As we take you over to Croatia and onto the coast there, and there was uh, uh, some bigger, bigger hitting as well from Superstan. I love seeing one of the elder statesmen in the game still find fantastic form and still very good movement here. Tracks down this forehand manages to work his way side to side and you don't give this man a backhand in the zone middle of the court he did that beautifully today the backhand still striking as great as ever even in his younger days 3-3 in the first set here Tobias Maina doing a good job trying to move things around find a little bit more height on the ball he doesn't have a ton of pace so he's got to be able to try to win points other ways but Stan always on the front foot here gets up 5-4 manages to break that's how he won the first set second set 5-4 up, Carbias Maina doing what he can, mixing up the drop shot, tracking this down. Nice feel up the line to get the winner. Ends up holding there, pushing it to five ball, but it just wasn't enough. Stan continuing to create openings. Earns himself a couple of match points here. 
works the point, and again, finding a beautiful backhand to step in, crunch across point. Well done. And a very popular win, as you can hear from the crowd in Umaga Place, where he's won the tournament back in 2006. And through he goes into the semi-finals. Sonigo in that semi-final. Analdi, who's, as we've been saying, has been playing brilliantly. The 22-year-old Italian at a career-high ranking, taking on the Aussie Popperin. And, well, Stan, he hasn't left tennis mid-rally. He's still out there. Surgery's galore. And looks as though he's within a couple of wins here of being back in the top 50, Jimmy. I mean... He does still look like Stan, doesn't he? You watch those backhands, you see him hitting the ball. He's hitting the ball absolutely huge still. Four surgeries, all on his left leg, knee and feet and all the things. It's amazing that at his age, with the career he's had, that he is toiling like he is to get back the ranking. He doesn't have anything left to prove. It would be a nice story if he can actually get all the way back. He's the only guy, if you remember, that could overpower yeah. Novak Djokovic. When he was on, Novak couldn't cope with the power that he was bringing. He just had to be on. He wasn't always that great unless he gets to a final. So if he makes the finals here, it's done. A few quick, quick things that really work well for Stan. One, he's got that sense of urgency. You mentioned all those surgeries, so everything is with a lot of intent right now. He's got that love for the game that he says he had when he was a kid. And let's not forget the experience. We have so many youngsters out there. Nice to be able to put that experience to use when you're taking them on. Yeah, I'd love to see the unconditional love that these players have for the sport, the great champions like Stan Wawrinka. There's some youngsters out there, and they were in Hamburg in the semifinals, and that is still very much to come. We will have highlights of that. And King Kyrgios going extreme with his new body art. You do not want to miss what they've drawn. That's up next. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This year, the action in the nation's capital will be bigger than ever. The Mubadala City DC Open is now a combined ATP and WTA 500 level event on the US Open Series. Tune in to Tennis Channel and T2 for complete live coverage from Washington beginning Monday at noon Eastern. And one of the stars of the show is going to be the hometown hero, Francis Tiafo. Take us through his draw, Jimmy. Well, Francis, we got to believe he's going to have a great US hardcourt season. He's got in his hometown Karatsev, his first matchup, most likely. Ben Shelton can be a dangerous match for him. He did lose to Sebastian Corda a couple of weeks ago on grass. 
So it's not going to be easy, but I do. He's he's top ten now, Francis Tiafo, and he's gotten more consistent. He always had the upside when he was playing at his best, very dangerous, but he had a lot of ups and downs. I'm excited to see him stay up and not have those downs, and that's starting to happen for him. I expect him at some point, someday, somehow, to win a major. I, he was so close, kind of at the U.S. Open, that. Maybe he can get it done. I think that gave him some belief. Had a little bit of scar tissue from last year. Lost to Kyrgios, having had those five match points. But he's been pretty busy off-court, Prakash, there. Yeah, he certainly has. And, and look, Francis is one of the most exciting players to watch. And there are so many different reasons to love him. But it, it's tough to beat something like this. He just created the Francis Tiafo Fund, which is able to contribute to the JTCC in conjunction with the USTA. And let's not forget, this is where he grew up playing his tennis, where his father was a janitor, him and his brother, Franklin, were able to sort of sleep a lot of nights and, and grow up playing. And the fact that he's always kept that close to his heart and it's so important for him to give back, I mean, this is the stuff that, that continues to motivate him and his parents, uh, Constantine, and, and his beautiful mother should be so, so proud of. He's an amazing story. And I don't know why Brad Haber was in that clip. That was just, that was the only <laughs> He's everywhere. Yeah. Haber is everywhere. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. I'm not, I'm not quite sure where we go there. I'll tell you what, though, we've still got more coming up for, for TC Live. And what we do have is a teenage battle coming up in Hamburg. It was a very, very, very special day. And there is much more of that to come here on TC Ten minutes away from Chris Eubank stepping back out onto the court in Atlanta. He takes on Vukic and then the defending champion also on the menu tonight. Alex Dimonor taking on Ugo Umber. We will whisk you back there. But firstly, we are going to head over to Hamburg and that teenage match that we talked about. Diana Schneider up against Noma Noah Akua. And this has been just a remarkable, remarkable story for the German 19-year-old in her debut tournament and being able to get herself through to the final Prakash. Well, she has really enjoyed every single moment this week, but still somehow managed to keep her composure in the big moments here. Schneider, of course, has a bit of experience under her belt, even though she is so young. But it was Akue who used all aspects of the court. She's got that very heavy forehand, doesn't flatten it out unless she really, really needs to. Is really comfortable on the clay. You saw some good feel there with the drop shot. And check this out, pulls her opponent off the court. Big forehand from Schneider, but again... Some lovely feel, being able to win the point with the drop shot there. You can see how comfortable she is with the movement, that outside leg on the clay, finds her way to match point, and again, doesn't wilt under the pressure. Saves six for six break points today. The clutch factor is strong with this one, Patrick. Clutch and power, and it's been an emotional week for her. You're in the finals here at the Hamburg European Open. Um, no, I cannot believe. Um, I'm so happy and speechless. Thank you, everyone who came to support me today. Um, I was looking at your face, and you looked nervous. How, how did you handle those emotions? Uh, I tried to stick to my game, and I tried to focus on myself. And yeah, it worked. <laughs> And it's an all-left-hander final. The first one since 2018 in Prague. Kvitova against Buzanescu. And it's going to be interesting to see how Rus gets on. She is actually the career-high ranking 
for the uh, first time in over 11 years. That's how long it's taken. But this is where we're going to take you to now. This has been one of the big Insta stories of the week. It is Nick Kyrgios. He had an Australian artist design his back with Pokemon characters. And he has come over to L.A. And he has, as you can see, got a monochrome full back of them. Prakash, talk to me about this. Okay, so let's look at both sides of the coin here. First, brilliant artwork, yes. I must say. You're taking a good look at that one. That is seriously some art. I just want to know the significance of Pokemon. Look, for me, I don't get it. Maybe I'm just a little bit too much older than him. You want to go with some He-Man, Ninja Turtle, some G.I. Joe, Thundercat, something like that. I would have gotten it. So I don't quite get the Pokemon. And Jimmy, maybe you can help me out here. When you're 55, you know, 50 years old, and you're looking back on your on your back, and you got Pokemon all over it, I'm not sure how what the feeling's going to be. You know, I'm feeling like saying exactly what I said about Brett Haber. That's all I have to say. <laughs> In some ways, when I when I see this, first of all, I think how painful was that when they're drawing on your back for That's that long right. and. The art is amazing. I, I mean, it's I gotta really give good. credit. It's the really art is good. amazing. Really good. I don't know what happens as you age and and things get wrinkled. Does it still look that good, or do things change at that stage? I'm not sure. All I know is good on you, Nick. But no chance that someone of my age would ever go nine there. different Pokemon well, but, oh, characters in there. Patchy, how many? I know you got at least five or six. How many tattoos? No, you got? Jimmy's got a loyalty card to the Ganga Tattoo Studio. <laughs> He's, he, he gets 10% discount for all the ones that yeah. Yeah. Jimmy, where you got your tattoo? I'm not going to show okay, you or I'm talk to him not... about him. Yeah. Sorry. Nick okay. doesn't do things in half, does he? He is an extraordinary, extraordinary person and character, and it's a shame that he's not in Washington, D.C. next week, but hopefully he will be back on the court. Artwork and all, we will be back tomorrow, as we always are here on Tennis Channel. 24-7, 365 days a year, all kicks off in Warsaw at 4 a.m. They had a little bit of a washout there. We look forward to seeing the world number one in action. TC Live tomorrow from 6.30 Eastern Time, but still much more to come as we click towards Chris Eubanks' appearance. Red Hot, hot shot for Prakash. Well, I tell you what, when something is so good, you don't play it once. KJ Wolf, big sir, finding his way into the net, lovely feel here, and then brother goes DMX on him, stop, drop, shut him down, open up, shot. Big forehand up the line. Jimmy, take a look at this little replay here. What do you think? I'm thinking a little Agassi vibes. Check I this mean, out. I think it's, I'm not sure anybody can hit it that big going running backwards. The power that he got from that shot is something special. Well, he gets the rotation on the serve and he gets the rotation on the forehand. This is what we have for you on center court. Saturday, 4 a.m. Eastern time. Igor Svontek takes on the uh, teenager Noskova for the very first time. We've got the Hamburg final. Arthur Feast taking on Alexander Zverev over in Hamburg. Vavrinka against Sonigo in the semi. The first semi for Stav Vavrinka in 10 months. And Taylor Fritz taking on the Wolf for the very first time in Atlanta. So let's take a look and get the thoughts of the guys in the studio in terms of the matchups that probably take your eyes. Verif, Feast, would that be fair? That that's 
big one for you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that's another statement match for Fees. You want to see how he pulls up after that rude win. Even though it was a pretty straightforward straight set win, you all of a sudden have a little bit of those juices flowing after the biggest win of your career thus far. Can he back it up? Big sign coming up. It'll be very interesting. I'm loving that matchup because Verev's trying to get back to being Verev, the top 10 player that he was after the terrible ankle injury, starting to look like he's closer to that level. And he's playing a guy who looked like he was number one in the world when he played Castle <laughs> So it's going to be an interesting match. I'm interested to see how it turns out. Yeah, and as you say, just backing up what Arta was able to do, coming out playing sort of clean tennis against somebody like Casper will not be easy, especially somebody as rangy as Sasha. Yeah, absolutely. And look, uh, Arthur's one of those guys where when he's playing his tennis, it almost doesn't matter who's on the other side of the net. Zverev is one of those players who can match that kind of power. So I want to see what little adjustments Arthur makes out there. We all know that forehand-to-forehand -forehand pattern will be really good for Arthur, but he loves the inside-out. So will he make those little adjustments when he plays normal? I think he's going to have to open up the court. He was just hitting clean winners today right off the first ball for the most part. Zverev moves back, is so rangy, it's not going to be easy to hit first ball winners. I doubt he'll have 36 winners in 16 games against Zverev. So he's going to have to work the point a little bit more. We'll see if he's able to do that. And that's one of the beauties of the sport is the fact that it's all about matchups out there. You can't just play the same way against everybody. One of the big matches and focuses for tomorrow is the WTA final in Hamburg. Remember, that's a, a final coming from Hamburg. 32-year-old Dutch lady Arantxa Rus into her first ever final career high ranking inside the world's top 50 for the very first time in her career. Incredible story, Prakash. Yeah, it, it certainly is. I mean, it's going to be a wealth of difference and experience between these two young players, but I'm, I'm so excited to yeah. see how, how Kuwait pulls up tomorrow. She's been so great in managing to stay calm, even though the crowd has really gotten behind her there. It, it's, it's crazy to think this is your debut event at this level and you've been able to perform that well, but then there's the other side of things where it's kind of all house money and you're just thinking, you know what, everything's going right, may as well pick up the title. So very interesting to see if she can pull it off. I'd love to see it. Yeah, I'm calling the win for Akue. I think she has a couple of edges. Number one, she's played nothing but left-handers her last three matches. And this will be her third straight left-hander to go against. Lefty against lefty, they normally don't love it. It's a little bit uncomfortable. So for Roos, she's playing a lefty for the first time. The other players played three in a row. And she's young and having fun and ripping the ball and the home crowd and the whole thing. She's got a game that looks to be for real. I'll also love to see all these youngsters on the WTA coming up. You know, you got Andreva, you got Noskova, and all of a sudden you start giving others belief, you know what, I'm a teenager, I can do this too. And I think that that's spreading, not just on the WTA, on the ATP Tour. It's, it's an exciting time with all these youngsters coming up. Andreva didn't even win the Australian Open Juniors this year. How just wild to give is that? You, just to give you an idea of how strong the juniors seem to be in the women's game right now. And I just wanted to ask you, Jimmy, as well, obviously you came through, you broke through very early. Any words of advice? Just have fun. I mean, that's the beauty of when you break. Did you not have fun? I did have fun when I started. <laughs> Just was less fun when I was supposed to win. It was really fun when you're first coming up. No question. That's why people talk about it. You don't have experience, but it's easier because you don't have pressure either. You don't have expectations. Yeah, you don't have that suitcase of memories that a lot of the players out there are just lugging around. Some good memories, some not so good. The only thing that Chris Eubanks is packing, in fact, he doesn't even have to pack this week because he's playing at home. They're good, <laughs> good feelings, good vibes. Do you expect him to get past Vukic? They did play in Busan recently. He had three match points, didn't get the win against the Australian there. Yeah, look, they know each other's game very well, but 
I just think Chris is a different player right now. He's coming in off the off the heels of that quarterfinal showing at Wimbledon. He's got a different mindset right now in the live rankings. He's already into the top 30. I mean, he could all of a sudden be seated at the U.S. Open. Months ago, he wasn't even in the top 100. So I think he's bringing in a completely different mindset. And uh, I, I look for him as a heavy favorite to get the win. Wow, you're going heavy favorite, even though he's lost three times yeah, to him this uh, year. Uh, yeah, I'll stand by that. Absolutely. They played four times this year. Yeah. Three wins for Vukic. All the matches very tight. And that's where I think you could be right. I hate to admit you possibly could be right on that. <laughs> hey, yes. Hey, you get Jimmy Eric to admit that once in be an entire, in because... entire year, let alone one TC live show. Be that is impressive. Prakash, you're back tomorrow, sure. <laughs> because when you're playing a tight match, it comes down to who wins that couple big points, who has the confidence. And obviously, Eubanks, from those matches till now, the yeah. confidence has suddenly soared for Eubanks. So that's why I think he'll be the one to win the close in the big points. This is the la last eight club at Wimbledon now, Mr. Eubanks. He, you know, different he, story. He's big time. Yeah, the banks are open 24-7 in Atlanta, <laughs> and Chris Eubanks is going to be hoping that he can make another deposit into the winning account that he has filled up very nicely in recent times. It is Mark Knowles and Jimmy Arias on the call right after this.